Hi, this is Adam Bergman. On today's Adam Talks, I'm going to be talking about Senator Bernie Sanders and one of his talking points about a financial transaction tax and really what its impact could be on all of us as retirement savers and potentially on how it could impact the way we save for retirement. So the wealth tax of Senator Sanders and Senator Warren have obviously been really popular in the news over the last several months. There's been lots of articles and blogs and podcasts and discussions about what a wealth tax could potentially do in terms of raising money, but also what potential impact it could have not only on the super, super rich, which is what it's supposed to target, but also on all of us, regular Americans, and how we could be impacted. So before we jump into this financial transaction tax, which is just a talking point, it's something that Senator Sanders has talked about, I'm not sure how it's going to be implemented, although a recent Wall Street Journal piece talked about the potential impact it could have on the financial markets, which I want to talk about in some detail. But an overall, just the wealth tax, what they're trying to do, both Sanders and Warren, is to say, okay, we're going to tax the super, super, super rich billionaires, not millionaires, billionaires, because we don't think they're paying their fair share of tax. And all that money is going to be so great because it's going to help them pay for free healthcare, maybe, maybe free education, and some other potential infrastructure or social security programs, which most of us are fine with. I've done a bunch of podcasts on this, and it's really hard to defend the billionaire, right? I'm not going to defend Warren Buffett or Gates or Be Be Bezos because we would all trade places with them in a heartbeat. But what impact could these wealth tax have on not billionaires, just maybe wealthy people? So just to get an idea of the wealth tax, Sanders and Warren, basically they start around, for Sanders, once you are over 32 million, you're gonna pay 1% of your wealth. And for Sanders, it starts at 50 million, which is 2%, and hers goes up to 3% over 10 billion, and Sanders, 8% over 10 billion. Okay, 10 billion, forget about that, it's a lot of people. It's not a lot of people, excuse me, and I don't really care about someone who has $10 billion. But let's talk about someone who has $30 million. And I did a podcast about this a couple weeks ago um, that said, well, someone who has $30 million in net worth doesn't mean they have $32 million in cash. It just means they have a net worth. So they may have a farm, they may own some real estate, they may own some other assets that its value could be around $30 million, but its cash flow may be $100,000 or $200,000. So if you're going to tax someone 1% on their $32 million, they need to come up with that cash, $320,000 or so. They may not have it. Uh, a lot of small businesses may have this huge valuation, right? There's fintech companies. There's a lot of online companies that may be valued at 20, 30, 40 million bucks. They're losing money. They're not even making money. How are you going to pay the tax on that? So that's one issue. The other issue is obviously the calculation and some of the tax planning around it. But let's move aside from the wealth tax and let's talk about a financial transaction tax, which I think is even a crazier idea. So believe it or not, there actually was a stamp tax on uh, securities uh, that I think was uh, scrapped in 65. So from 1965 on, when you transact and buy or sell stocks, there is no tax, right? New York State actually talked about it at some point, putting in a, a small stamp sales tax type for New York State on uh, stock transactions, since most of them occur in New York, right? NASDAQ, New York Stock Exchange. That never came to be because of the potential fallout from a tax, even if it's a very, very small tax, because of the billions of shares traded every day. Sanders 
financial transaction tax would tax stock transactions, and there's no carve-out for retirement funds, okay? So according to his talking points, and there's not super amounts of details on this, but what we have gathered, there is no carve-out for retirement accounts. So if you are buying Apple or Google stock in your 401k, you potentially could be subject to this financial transaction tax, which according to Sanders would be 50 basis point tax on all equity trades, 10 basis points on all bond trades, and 0.5 basis points on derivative trades. Okay, so if you're trading most 401ks, 98 or 99% of all retirement accounts are in traditional equities, mutual funds, ETFs, stocks, equities, that would be subject seemingly to this 0.50 basis trade. So now he's going to tax your retirement funds that are buying and selling trades. Make sense? I don't think so. That doesn't seem to be fair. Now he may carve out tax-exempt accounts like IRAs and 401ks, but as of now, he has not. So what impact could that have? Well, it can have a tremendous negative impact on the financial markets because people are going to trade less. Maybe they're going to look to alternative asset investments or different investments or trade differently when they are making investments because of this potential uh, 50% basis or 0.50 basis tax on the equity trades. So it can impact values of stocks. It can impact the amount of money that foreign countries are investing in U.S. equities, can it could change the way we are trading. Now, it may be very good for my industry, the self-directed retirement industry, because if you take your money out of the equity markets and buy real estate, this financial transaction tax would likely not apply. But overall, holistically, on a $30 trillion retirement industry, a financial transaction tax on equities would be a disaster. And that's without the billions and trillions of dollars invested, the trillions of dollars invested in equity markets by U.S. persons and non-U.S. persons. Will they now look to other markets like London or Tokyo or other exchanges where this tax doesn't apply? So I don't think this tax will get anywhere. It's a non-starter. Um, whether you believe in Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren or Trump, it doesn't matter. I'm really just talking about a potential impact that this financial transaction tax uh, could have on all our retirement funds. Now, it may be a boom for the self-directed industry, but I think it would be a real negative for all of the Americans, all of us that have most of our money tied into equities, whether it's in the retirement world or not. So again, I don't think this will pass, but I thought it was an interesting topic to see how a potential tax could have such a negative impact. A lot of people just look at the amount of money a tax could raise, but if it creates behavior differences on how you invest, then it's not a neutral tax, and a non-neutral tax isn't a good tax. Taxes shouldn't change the way our behavior is done, okay? And if it does, it's not a neutral tax, and it's probably not an effective tax. If we go to a restaurant, we don't care if there's a small hospitality tax or a sales tax, right? If the sales tax becomes too high and you stop going to restaurants, it's a bad tax. Same with tax on alcohol or cigarettes. If it gets too crazy and you start having to buy your alcohol or cigarettes from uh, bootleggers, then it's not a good tax. It's not neutral. Right? Same with income tax or other taxes where it changes behavior. In this case, this financial transaction tax, if it changes our behavior instead of equities, we're buying real estate or, different, or investing on different exchanges, it'll be a disaster and it's not going to work. So ultimately, this tax is not going to go anywhere. Um, I am concerned uh, of this talking point. I think it's dangerous to even have this talking point. The stamp tax was ruled out in 65. There's a reason it hasn't come back in 60 years or so. Um, so I don't think it's going to happen, but I am concerned. 
it could be a boom for my industry because it doesn't or it doesn't seemingly apply to real estate or other transactions, even maybe cryptocurrency, uh, where it will apply to retirement accounts potentially and equities for all of us. So it will be bad general. And I want to make that clear. Uh, I'm not in favor of, of, of taxes that aren't neutral. And I think this would cause behavior that would be counterproductive to our, uh, our global economy and to the health of the US uh, equity market. So that's my take on this financial transaction tax. I hope you found this podcast insightful, helpful. Um, please subscribe to our channel. And if you have comments, please leave them. Uh, please like the uh, podcast, the video, and thanks for watching and listening. Until next time.